You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 271. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here, and I'm opening this episode with a question. Do you have shiny squirrel syndrome? And if right about now you're like, what the heck are you talking about, Marisa? (laughs) Don't you mean a shiny object syndrome? And don't you mean, you know, when we're constantly going squirrel, squirrel, squirrel? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. This episode is about helping you to focus as a creative person, especially. And I have just decided to call it shiny squirrel syndrome because if you know me, you've been listening for a long time or you hang out with me as friend, you will notice that I often combine, what are those called? Metaphors, analogies, all the same. I'm always getting my sayings wrong. Just the other day, I was talking to my friend and I was saying, what is it that you need? A thick upper lip? And she's like, no, it's a stiff upper lip. (laughs) So I'm like, that's right. A stiff upper lip. What does that even mean? I don't know what it is. It's just how my brain works. It matches the wrong, the wrong saying with the wrong words or the right saying with the wrong words. It just is what it is. I lean into it because it makes me laugh. It definitely makes Sean laugh because he always knows the correct version of those sayings. But the he's very, very good with language as a writer, very specific. I mean, I'm a writer as well, but not to the degree that Sean is. I forget. I really do. I write every single day, but it's more conversational, right? Sim- similar to this podcast. So, well, yes, similar, not similar. Okay, I digress. Shiny squirrel syndrome. This has been coming up in my Q and A's in the expansive artists. We have a monthly live Q and A. It's one of my favorite times of the month, and we just recently checked in with our members, and it turns out it's one of their favorites too, which I love. I love. I love when what I love is also what you love because the create the community is created for you and to support you, which by the way, the expansive artist doors are opening on March 18th. It's the first time in a long time. It's amazing how many months go by. I think the last time was in September. So we have so many exciting things in the works, as we always do. I would love to have you join us. And before that, I'm hosting my Sell a Piece of Art This Week workshop. This time it is a workshop and I'm adding the coaching week like we did for the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge in January. 
It was so much fun and so rewarding to spend five days with you on Zoom and help answer questions and coach you through. This is something I'm really leaning into in the work that I do. I have recognized for myself the value of having someone coach you. I it's there's nothing quite like it, honestly. There's a, a lot of places where we can learn and a lot of practical steps that we can take, but all of the work I've been doing on myself and researching and understanding more about how we really adopt new habits and how we really implement what it is that we say we want the most in our life has to do with many different pieces coming together. And one of those pieces is having the ability or leaving room for the invitation for someone you trust to guide you who can help guide you to the answers you already have inside of you. That makes a really good coach. It also makes really good therapists. It's not about people who are going to tell you exactly what to do when. It is about people who can help you access that inner wisdom in in you. The more that I work with mentors, the more drawn I am to people that can help me do that for myself, because it's a little bit like, let me see if I get this saying right. You know, when you teach a man to fish, you are giving him a career. (laughs) No, but if you just give him a fish, it's a one-time meal, right? But if you teach someone to fish, they they have meals for a lifetime. There, there's my version, <laughs> the shiny squirrel and the fishing, the fishing meals. And this is just such an important part of making progress. So I, I share this with, with you as to why I'm choosing to add these coaching weeks into the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge and the Cello Piece of Art this week, because I love I love doing this. I love supporting you this way. been working with my artful selling students over the past few weeks. And I some of our calls are just, wow, the things that are coming up and that we're able to work through as a group that have much more to do than just planning and creating your social media content and marketing and all of that is necessary and important too. But, you know, as I've shared with you before, I'm not, I don't really do small talk. I have figured out what starts to move the needle in life and business and I'm figuring it out in my art on a whole new level, which is just lighting me up like nobody's business. And I just want to share more of that with you and support you in the ways that I'm finding are helping me the most as well. And I don't see a lot of it out there within the art space, so I'm offering it for you. So come and join us. We start March 14th. Actually, there'll be a kickoff call on Sunday, March 13th for the Sell a Piece of Art this week workshop. And you can go to sellmyartthisweek.com and... I will see you. I will see you there. (laughs) I can't wait. It's going to be a really, really fun week. And if you've done this with me before, if you've gone through this workshop, then do it again. 
because as I say, every time I host this, this is the work, what we're doing together over those five days. This is what you do on repeat as an artist, as a creative in business, and you're always refining it. So it's open to emerging and established. And there's definitely a magic that happens, a momentum like no other that gets created when you are coming together for those five days, all with the same intention. It's very powerful. So if you've lost a little bit of your energy or mojo around this, maybe you released something, it didn't get received quite the way that you had hoped. We'll talk more about the importance of not being so attached to that, so attached to whatever response you get to your art, because the goal, remember, is always to be focused on creating what you love and sharing that with the world and then letting go is a huge part of this process and not allowing an initial response to especially to bring you down or shut you down. And I know that happens. It's happened to me before. And so together, we're just going to not let that happen to you. And we're all going to do this together. And it's just so much fun. There's so much great energy. And so come join us at sellmyartthisweek.com. Like I said, we're getting started officially March 14th with a kickoff call on Sunday. And this workshop has the coaching week included in it. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait to hang out with you. All right. Here's a question that coming back to the shiny squirrel syndrome, here's a question that I often get asked or I'm indirectly getting asked this as well, which is basically, how do you know what to focus on as a creative in business? And the reason this question comes up is because as creatives, I think it's fair to say that we tend to lean to wanting to do a lot of things. We're naturally inspired humans. Creativity to me is everywhere. I was just preparing a a meal for later. I often talk about how I find creativity in cooking. I, well, I dance, of course, creativity. I love, I love making videos. I do. I I do. I was just listening again uh, to one of my mentors talk about TikTok and I'm like, I got to get over there. I do love adding music and, and creating, you know, visual storytelling. I, of course, love painting. Love it. It's probably my favorite illustration design. Love it. You know, clay, I have sculpted in clay, both polymer clay and an official ceramics, something that's still on my list that I would love to do. There's, I'm just looking around, writing, if I'm in the right frame of mind, yes, I do enjoy writing. That one's a little bit more challenging for me, but podcasting, hello, being able to articulate myself in this way or express myself, uh, hopefully in an articulate way. Verbally, I I love that. Doing even live videos, there's a form of creativity there as well. You get the idea, right? There are so many, 
there are so many ways to weave creativity into our lives. Sewing, I can't forget sewing. I love sewing. Here's the situation. Just with that list that I gave you, can you see, or I know you know this, how can I do all those things at the same time? Every single one of those creative expressions that I've listed, minus cooking, which I do almost every day, I have done in my business. I've done it all. I can't even believe. I was organizing my Canva account, which is just a few years old, and I was looking through the imagery and I've forgotten what I've created. That's pretty phenomenal. And going into celebrating my 15th year as a working artist, just uh, coming up on Monday the 7th, I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away by what I've accomplished. And I also made a bit of a mistake around this shiny squirrel syndrome. I wanted to do all the things. And many times as creatives, that is the first bit of resistance that I hear to someone building a business is they don't want to be locked into one art style, one artistic expression. They want to be able to do anything and everything the minute that they feel the inspiration. And that is a pretty, that's pretty great, right? It is. However, when you're building a business, it's not efficient. And what I tell people is you can do all of the things, but you must pick one to start with. And most importantly, you must give the one thing time to catch on and to build. Now, the only the only variation here is that certainly if you are brand new to trusting yourself as an artist and you're experimenting to find your voice maybe within one medium with different themes or styles of work or within multiple mediums, that's going to be part of your journey. And to some degree, me working in all of those areas was part of my journey because I would figure out what made sense in terms of feeding my soul. Did did I really enjoy this? Was this monetarily viable for me to reproduce in my work and then package it, ship it, sell it, or sell it, package it, ship it? Did I have the time for that? There were a lot of lessons that I learned on that, well, through that process of being a bit of a shiny squirrel syndrome person. The reason I'm sharing this with you now, though, is because you can learn from the parts of that journey that didn't work for me. And it took me learning from business mentors to finally hear loud and clear, get one thing going and and get it going really well. To which I had to go, what? (laughs) Oh my goodness. How did it take me 13 years before someone told me that? Partly because I was surrounded by mostly creative people, a lot of creative people who weren't as into the business side as I was. And I just didn't know any better. So it felt like if I put something out and it kind of worked or it didn't you know, work super well, then I would also veer to something else. And what you learn when you choose to focus on one thing, all right, don't, 
don't, uh, don't start to feel anxiety around this. It's even hard for me to say one thing is it grows and it builds. And you, and today, especially people have a lot of noise in their lives. They need a chance to see something you're making more than once, and they need to see it for longer than 30 days. The recommendation is to try something for 90 days. So for instance, just because I mentioned TikTok, if I were going to lean into TikTok, I would do it for 90 days, not just five days like I've done in the past and be like, oh yeah, that's great. (laughs) And move on. Give something your full attention within your business. Now that's coming from the marketing side. What I'm talking to you about today is how can I give you some steps to help you focus? So first and foremost is pick one thing and give it a chance. And you might say, well, how would I do that? And I would say initially what excites you the most and what feels the most doable for the business that you want to build. Obviously, there are a lot of questions you want to answer around that. We're not going to do that today. I've talked about some of that in earlier podcast episodes for this year, especially. And within the expansive artists and artful selling, that's basically artful selling. That's what we're doing is helping you to get really clear on what that's going to be in your business for the year, for the month, for the quarter. So when you have clarity on that, pick what's most exciting for you, what's calling you. And if you're doing a number of different things, do that, but do that for 90 days and see within the 90 days what starts to call you more and what your people who are connecting with you in your communities online are responding to. What are your collectors or future collectors responding to? And that can be a certain medium that you're going to choose to work in. It can be a certain kind of art style within that medium. It can be a product that you're going to create, whether that's an offshoot of the original work that you create, or you're going to be designing a product and sharing that with the world. Any one of those three, or any one of those, yeah, three areas is what you want to focus on. So for instance, this just came up in the expansive artists. Box subscriptions are very popular and it's something that's been on my list of ideas for quite some time. When you follow me and my work, I had some holiday boxes. I've had some Valentine boxes. I used to have fabric bundles. I have, I have released boxes of joy. I've released boxes throughout my business years. But there is a movement and there is, you know, as part of the recurring revenue model, which we'll continue to talk about, it's a really wonderful solution to, well, having recurring revenue in your business and also, you know, just having a very clear offering of, I am creating a box subscription out of my work, uh, my original pieces. I'm going to create, I remember back in the day, I belonged to a greeting card subscription. You can have fabric subscriptions. I have a good friend who has knitting patterns. A lot of people are getting savvy 
all the way back to the, the, what was it called? BMG. Remember the, the music industry? I digress. There was a subscription and now we talk about it in the form of a membership because it really comes with so much more. You're typically part of a community, even within a box subscription, a product. So that is clearly an entire topic in itself. But the reason I'm using this as an example is if you were to add that into your business model, it's going to actually be the focus of your business model because it's going to require that kind of effort to get it going. Whenever I've added it into my business model, it's been a lot of work in between everything else. And that's because I didn't realize that it actually requires a, an entire an entire portion of your focus. So if you are going to add that model into your business, you're going to put all your energy there. Just like one of my focuses has been to grow the expansive artists, to continue to make that the the best community ever to really deliver to you what you most need as we grow and evolve together as artists in business, selling our work online. And that has been a huge part of my focus, probably about 85%. And this was challenging for me because I was a shiny squirrel syndrome. I just wanted to do all the things. In fact, I don't know if you remember, but when I started The Expansive Artist, it was actually initially a type of a group coaching program and we were the creative outliers. I have always, of course, wanted to inspire creativity for everyone. And that was the original mission that I started Creative Thursday with. And so I started the Thursday Club, which was a second membership community where I invited guest teachers to come and teach every month a creative lesson. And I learned real quick I could not do both. I could not give my full attention to both because one of them wasn't up and going. So I know that's using the education side, but coming back to the art side, if you're really going to focus on a box subscription, that's an entire business model in itself. If you are going to focus purely on the creation of your art, you don't want to be flip-flopping a lot of styles. You want people to get to know you for a certain kind of work. And this is the part where an artist will instantly usually feel like, I can't be boxed in. In fact, most entrepreneurially spirited people on any level, they feel like that can box them in. It happens in the online teaching communities that I'm in. People want to serve everyone. They want to create all kinds of offerings. I even did that within my teaching as I was organizing my Canva. I was looking at all the presentations I've done, all the different kinds of courses I've done, a lot of that was was trying, trying things out. So that is going to happen. But once, or it's going to be a normal part of your business development and you're finding your voice as an artist, those go hand in hand. But as soon as you figure something out that you feel ready that, to commit to, I want you to commit to it. This is one of the 
simplest ways that you are going to learn how to focus because basically you're going to say to yourself, does this task I'm about to do support that one focus? And if the answer is no, whether it's a task in your business, whether it's creating a certain kind of work, whether it's a collaboration that you agree to, if the answer is no, it's a no. So that makes it super simple, right? You know to focus here because this shiny squirrel is not going to help you move the needle forward on the project you're currently focused on. Remember, these are projects. So you are going to focus on a project. For instance, I've written a book. I have designed fabric. When I was working on those projects, much like growing the expansive artists, those projects got the majority of my attention. When I was designing fabric, I wasn't making as much art. When I was writing a book, I wasn't making as much art and I definitely wasn't designing fabric. It was almost as if one way you can break this down, we've talked about this as well, is to break your year into quarters and have four projects. So if you wanted to work in different art styles or you want to try different mediums or you want to try a subscription box or start your own membership or offer teaching, break that down into 90 day increments right? It aligns with the concept of give something at least 90 days. So coming back to a couple different, well, a couple of recommendations on how to focus. So once you have the one thing you're focusing on, give yourself a timeline. Let's just use 90 days for the purpose of today's episode. And Ask yourself what will move the needle forward in your business. Again, you will have to have the answers as to what it is that you actually want to accomplish with your business, with your art, from your revenue goals to what fulfills you and satisfies you as a human being and a business owner. And yeah, in that mix, there's going to be stuff you don't want to do. You don't feel like it, but that's what's going to move the needle forward. And as you know from last week's episode, a lot of what gets missed out on that is your marketing. So first, as an artist, I just say, if you're not sure what to do, make some art because that will always benefit the business, right? There is no business without the art. So if you're confused on where to start, make some art. Obviously make art that you've chosen to focus on and or make art to keep the momentum of your creative inspiration flowing. Make art first. And then as we will talk about in depth, I created the Artful Selling Framework and I talked to you about this in the Sell a Piece of Art This Week workshop, you want to focus on tasks next once the work is created around sharing that work, which is also called marketing your work. And lastly, around selling your work. None of, or rather asking for the sale, none of an art business happens with only one of the pieces of that formula, all of them have to work together. So whether you break down your days, which I've done this in the past into this is an art making day, 
this is a marketing day, whether it's a recording day or a social media creation day. This is a an admin day for my business. This is, you know, um, I'm trying to think about, well, for me now, there's lots of teaching days or I call them talking days. There's inward days, there's outward days. Many people find that having those segments to focus on helps them. I have learned about myself and I've heard this to be true for people that may, and I I keep promising we're going to have this conversation around ADD and ADHD as a creative. I have an artist who will be coming to speak to us soon. We'll have a whole conversation around that because some of it is also learning how you focus best, how you work. It took me a long time to realize that I focus best doing the same thing in a burst of time. So for instance, recording is happening now. It's flowing with this podcast episode. It's my first recording of the day. I will record other things today because that is how the momentum starts to flow. For me to interrupt that and start making art, sometimes it works, but not often. So you, if you haven't yet started reading between the lines, in order to get clear on your focus, you have to have a lot of clarity around you as a person, what you love, who you are, what you want to do in this world, what you want your business to accomplish. To which you might say, Marisa, can't you just give me some focusing tips? Yeah. But those come after you answer these questions and we're for some reason as a society, we just kind of want to skim over that. And we think, well, I'll just take these steps. The reason the steps and the new habits don't stick is because you don't actually understand why you're doing them. And if it's not connected to what it is you want in this life, honestly, then it's very unlikely that you're going to continue down the path leading you to where you most want to go because the majority of people don't actually know what that is. They're just kind of getting up, doing the motions, trying to pay their bills, and then getting up and doing the same thing the next day. And that's not what we're about here because we know so much more today than we used to. And for this reason, we have this incredible opportunity to be able to ask ourselves these questions and really allow yourself to, you know, sit with those answers and just ask yourself what you want. That's going to start to get the ball rolling. But on its most basic level, just to recap, pick one thing, then focus on if it's going to be a medium that you're creating in. Within that medium, is it going to be a theme or a style? Is there going to be a specific product that you're offering, whether that is anything from an actual physical product to a box subscription to any kind of teaching that you have a desire to do? Once that is your focus, give it your 90 days. Begin to work backwards from the steps that will help you get there. And that's what we also get to work on in Sell a Piece of Art this week. And what we're constantly working on within the Expansive Artist is helping you to get clear on what are those steps. So if you want to sell a collection of art, clearly it needs to be made. Clearly the step after that 
And during the making is sharing some of that process with people. And then it needs to be sold. It needs to be marketed and, uh, and available for purchase. What are the steps that need to happen there? Well, it needs to have a place where people can view it. It needs to have a place where people can purchase it. And then this is something that even I'm taking to the next level in my business, getting as detailed as you can about those steps which if you start doing that now will ultimately help you to bring on any support you need in any one of those areas, right? As you can see, as I'm breaking this down, or as you can hear, one idea of like, okay, I'll put a collection of work out there requires a behind the scenes of all of these other pieces. It doesn't have to be complicated, but there are a lot of pieces to make that happen efficiently, effectively. And what happens is that we forget all the details and we just go, oh, I'll do that. And we don't take the time again, give ourselves the time to think through those details because what I'm seeing in myself and what I'm seeing with artists that I'm having the opportunity to help them through this is that we're often stacking too much. And so not only did I make the mistake of being shiny squirrel by trying a whole bunch of things very quickly, at least everything had my voice. I was never so different that people couldn't recognize me or what I was doing, but I was, I was hopping around. I was hopping around from making art to making this kind of art to teaching a little something here to doing a workshop there to making more art to writing a book to a fabric collection. And certainly that's over 15 years. It wasn't all within the same week. But if I had known to really be more specific about when and how I was bringing those projects to the world, it would have helped me so much with my marketing. It would have helped me with my sales. Ultimately, it would have helped me just with my peace of mind. And it would have helped me learn how this is a process of learning how to focus on what's actually going to move the needle forward in my business. Because what happens is we maybe make a little bit of art and then we kind of hang out on Instagram and we look at it. And then, well, maybe we'll post something and then maybe we'll kind of call it a day, but we don't actually have a button for someone to purchase the work. We didn't make a call to action for someone to come and join us on our email list to be first to know when the work is released. We didn't post on Instagram with any intention or any outcome in mind. We just did it to check it off the list. And if we didn't ask ourselves some of these questions to begin with when making our art, we might just be making art without knowing the intention behind that as well. And when that becomes your pattern and your momentum, that's when you lose focus. And many times we have resistance for a whole slew of reasons. We won't get into that right now. Just know that when you feel resistance around your email marketing, perhaps around any of your marketing or selling of your work, sometimes even around the creation of your work, it's because it's probably the thing you need to do. 
it's probably the thing that's going to move the needle forward in your business. I wish that there was a formula and maybe we'll come up with one where you could plug in. I think I've said this before. I've got this going. I've got this going. I've got this going. What, what is my next ideal step? Somewhere in what I've shared with you today, I hope that you can pull some suggestions to come up with your own formula of A, the kind of person you are, how you work best, how you focus best to determine uh, this formula for you. Basically, you know, for me, I have finally learned how to look at the entire year, not just the day in front of me or the week in front of me. I break it down in, into quarters. I have very specific revenue goals that I want to hit. And I break that down into months and weeks and, and days. And it has been a gentle practice. This is not something that you just overnight, you know how to do this. I think we mistakenly sometimes allude to the fact that if you just do it this way, well, just doing it this way is a habit you're going to develop, which habits take time. And you have to want to develop that habit, right? The identity that you want to assume as the successful, thriving artist in this case or business owner is someone who's got it together. They got their shit together. They know what's coming up next and they know how to still have room for spontaneity and all of that. And developing that habit is going to take some practice. So be gentle with yourself. Just know that if you're not getting the results you want, there's very likely a big piece of that that is your focus is is missing. And if you find yourself with shiny squirrel syndrome, just looking all over the place and constantly being interested in this next new thing, that's fine. Just know, does this next new thing fit into your schedule now? And, or is it something that's going to help you move the needle forward in where you currently are in your business? And if the answer is no, and that includes trying new social media platforms, if the answer is no, then the answer is no. And that's it. You have to trust that what you're focusing on is what needs your focus right now. And, you know, Within this process, there will still be things that work and don't work. It's called being a business owner. It's called being an artist. And so just because you're focusing doesn't guarantee that that's going to get you the result you want, but it's going to be way more likely to get you the result that you want. And lastly, if it doesn't, don't give up and go, oh no, I can't just, I can't do it that way anymore. What I recommend you do there is look at what that experience taught you to help you refine your next focus. It's all information. Everything is leading you to the next step. That's the beauty of it. That's the magic of it. It gets really convoluted and we get overwhelmed when we're not trusting that process and we don't originally know why or where we're being called to. So circling all the way back, get clear on those answers and then decide, pick a focus and stick to it and let me know how it goes. All right. I will see you well on March 7th, 
when you're on the email list, which you can sign up at creativethursday.com, I will be releasing in celebration of my 15th year as a working artist. I will be releasing a small collection of originals from my private collection. I am embarking something I started to do last year. It didn't quite come together with the timing in the way that I hoped, but this year I am taking what I learned last year and I am embarking on a new evolution with my work. And I realize now it's very difficult for me to even go back to how my work used to be. So I've got to make space for some of my favorites. They need to go to new homes. So I am going to release them. They will go to my email list, to my collectors. So if you would like to be on that list, go to creativethursday.com. They will only be available for a few days next week, and then they will stay with me or they will go to their new homes. And then I'll see you in the Sell a Piece of Art This Week workshop at sellmyartthisweek.com. You can sign up there, register to join us and join me for Coaching Week. And we can definitely talk more about this within the Coaching Week. And, you know, it's it's a journey. It is a journey. There's experimenting involved, but just knowing that you want to focus more on what's most effective will begin to help you get those answers for yourself. So until next time, thanks so much for listening and I will see you soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.